Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello, and welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. Today, I'm going to be answering one of your questions. Uh, I actually put out on my stories a couple of weeks ago on Instagram asking whether you had anything that you wanted me to talk about on the podcast specifically. So uh, I had a few people message through answer my little question box thingy that I posted. So if you are an avid listener to the show and you've got an idea about something that I should be talking about or you want me to interview someone or anything like that, or if you want to be interviewed, please feel free to reach out to me. And if you do notice that I put up on my stories that I'm going to be answering uh, listener Q&A, please make sure you participate and pop your questions in there for me. But I'm going to be answering a question that was kind of a big one. I've got a lot to say on this issue. And the question was, what are the warning signs that your beauty business is failing? And I was like, wow, no one has ever asked me that before. And I thought about it and I've got a lot of thoughts on this subject. So let's let's get into it straight away. But how to tell if your beauty business is failing? First of all, I don't believe in failure, especially in business. Warning signs for failing are number one, if you think your business is failing, that's probably a pretty big warning sign right there. If you're already thinking that and you continue to believe that thought, your business is probably failing. Your business, especially when you're a sole operator, I don't believe that your business is just this thing outside of yourself that random things happen to. And if it fails, it fails. And if it succeeds, it succeeds. You actually have to put the work in to make it succeed or choose not to put the work in and make it fail. So, you know, girlfriend, this is 100% on you. If you think your business is failing, it probably is. You know, I can tell you to sit there and look at your reports and look at your stats. And, you know, obviously if your client retention rate is not increasing, if your, you know, your revenue is not increasing, if your profitability is not there, if you're spending more than you're making or you're not you know, you've got no clients and and you're just not making any money or you are not posting all the time or maybe you are posting, but you're posting the wrong shit. It's not actually getting you clients. You know, you're not actually putting good content out there in the world that is going to attract your ideal clients to you. You know, if you choose to not work on those things, if you choose not to try and get more clients, if you choose not to try and change up your social media strategy. If you choose to not learn, you know, business finance and understand your numbers and look at your profit margin and look at your service menu and the services that you're offering. If you choose to just, you know, be like, oh, yeah, I think my business is failing. I'm sorry, but it probably will. So the only way you can fail is if you quit. So, you know, rewind that and listen to it again if you need to. But 100%, 
the only way you can fail, especially in business, at anything in this life, is if you quit. If you keep trying and you keep putting a solid effort in, you can't fail. Eventually, you're going to win. Eventually, you're going to improve. It just depends how much effort you want to put in and if you actually decide to win, if you decide to succeed, if you decide you want to have a million-dollar salon, you know, what are the steps that you are going to have to take to actually get there and then actually do them, right? Because there's a big gap between knowledge and actually achieving the result that you want to want to achieve. You can, you know, take as many online courses and have all the knowledge that you could possibly need for running a successful beauty salon. But if you don't implement any of that stuff, you're not going to get there. So there's always things that can be done to save your failing business if you believe it is failing. Number one, work harder. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but work harder. You know, don't be lazy. Do the stuff that needs to be done to get you to the place you want to be. Don't sit back and go, oh, yeah, my business is failing, so I'm not going to try. Well, there's no point in that. It's no point in, you know, trying to get two extra clients this week because, you know, my business is failing. You know, I'm sorry if this is not the pep talk that you wanted. (laughs) If you wanted an actionable, you know, steps for what to do when your business is failing, I I apologise, it's not it. But yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it real. I'm all about being real, especially on this podcast. But yeah. I do believe, though, if you believe your business is failing, it could be because you're not motivated to keep it going or, you know, succeed. You might want to have a look at the services you're providing. Maybe the clients that you service are not your ideal clients. Maybe you've put all this content out there in the world that isn't authentic to you and you've attracted clients that don't align with you and your brand and your purpose and what you want to achieve with your business. If you're not enjoying it, if you're not loving it, if you're burnt out, if it's a lot harder than what you thought it would be, I encourage you to sit down and have a think about where you want to be in two years, three years, five years. Write down where you want to be and then looking at that little list about where you want to be in a few years, that's now your goals. And then you backtrack it and you go, okay, what do I need to implement to actually get there? What milestones do I need to hit by three months, six months, 12 months, 24 months? What do I need to do? If your business is not enjoyable, if it's not fun, you're doing stuff that you really don't like, you can change it. Pivot. If you're a skin therapist and it's not lighting you up, You know, if your clients aren't getting the results that you'd hoped, change your skincare line, change your treatment protocols, look for something different, do research, look for something that's going to light you up again. Look at what other skin therapists' results are with their clients and then investigate what services and products and things they're offering to their clients that are getting them those results. Reach out to these people and ask them. If they're not in your local area, they're probably going to share with you what they're doing. 
you're not a direct competitor. It's no skin off their nose to actually help you. And a lot of people do want to help because they may have been in the same situation as you at one point or another in their life. So you can always pivot. If you don't like doing skin services, what else do you like doing? Do you like doing maybe just coaching for skin? You know, clients that connect with you on Zoom and you actually just give them a home care routine and treatment protocols and they go elsewhere and get that and you can sell the products or whatever. Do you want to train other skin therapists how to be better service providers? You know, there's so many different things that you can be doing. Do you like the quick fix services like I do? I hated doing facials. I hated doing body treatments because there were no instant results for me. I'm not the type of beauty therapist that enjoys making people feel good by making them feel good, like massaging and things like that. I like making them feel good by making them look good. So, you know, the instant result stuff, nails, tans, lashes, brows, you know, instant results. They get up, they go, oh my God, Lauren, you're a genius. You've done it again. You know, I love that type of stuff. So if you're not enjoying doing those sort of slower paced treatments that have a longer, you know, they have a longer period of time before your client actually starts seeing results themselves. And it, it takes a long time for them to actually come back to you and say, thank you so much. Um, you've really helped me. If you're not good with delayed gratification, you know, maybe switch it up. Do some of the instant results services. But this is all within your power. And I don't mean to get all woo-woo or like, you know, the universe and all that sort of stuff, which I'm very into, by the way. But like, when you realise that everything in this life is a decision, things become a lot easier. The world just doesn't happen to you. Things can happen to you that are outside of your control, but like the way your life looks today is because of decisions that you made in the past. And, you know, if you're a glass half full type of person, which I'm hoping most of you are because I'm definitely a glass half full kind of person, glass half empty people, they just suck the life out of me. But, you know, the ones that believe that, oh, this happened to me and this person did this and then that meant that I couldn't do this and that's why I'm poor and that's why I'm fat and that's why I'm sad. You know, it's everybody else's problem. You know, those people aren't my people and... I like people that there might have been something that happened, but you worked your way through it or, you know, always being positive. Like, okay, yeah, this is shit situation, but it's figure outable. I know how to get out of this. So I know how to fix my business. I kind of feel like it's failing right now, but I know it's my fault because I haven't put the work in and the effort and it doesn't really align with my values. So what am I going to do to change this and get my business to be successful? So that's the difference, right? So in your life, the way it looks, where you live, how you look, how you dress, the people that you spend time with, it's all decisions that you have made in the past. And when you realize that for yourself, you can go, okay, well, if my life today looks like this because of decisions I made in the past, what decisions am I going to make now to make my life look different? in another 12 months. And things get very easy after that. So it's a little personal development talk here. (laughs) But a lot of this is, you know, 
I think if you're thinking your business is failing, you need to work hard on yourself and you need to start to overcome these feelings of doubt, of self-doubt, that you can't do it, that you can't make it better on your own because you can, you are capable, okay? Everything is within your power. And if you don't know how to do something, find out, research, reach out, find a mentor, get a coach, get someone to tell you what the next step should be. Now, I came across something on another podcast recently and it was really uh, crazy to me. But basically, you know, we only need to know as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we only need to know the next step. You don't need to know all the steps to get to the result that you want. So, for example, you know, if you want to change your skin clinic business to a, a brow salon, I'm just, I'm, I'm throwing hypotheticals out here, but I just wanted to use an example that was easy to understand. But if you wanted to change it and then you sit back and go, no, that's too hard. I can't do that. I don't, I don't know what training I need to do. I don't know what dyes to have. I don't know whether to do tint or hybrid dye or should I do henna? I don't know what to do. I don't know, you know, what kind of hygiene rules I need to abide by. You don't need to worry about that. All you need to know is the first step. And for me, if I was going to change my business over from skin to brows, I'll go, okay, well, I better get trained up in brows. Let's find a trainer and book that in. That's the first step. And then you go from there. Okay. Like I said, write down how you want your life to look in 12 months, like a typical day of your life or a typical day of your business, and then backtrack. Set your milestones from there, but you don't need to have them all in now. You don't need to have it all figured out to be able to pivot and change. So overcoming your feelings of self-doubt, you know, that's a, a really, really big one. And fear of failure is a massive one that it stops us from taking the action that we need to take to get to the place that we want to be. So the four stages of competence, which, you know, it ties into that fear of failure and knowing the next step, it's really crazy. So the first stage of competence is unconscious incompetence. So you don't know that you don't know how to do something. You're unconscious about it, right? Then the next level, number two, conscious incompetence. So you're aware that you don't know how to do the thing that you want to do. And then you learn And then all of a sudden, you have conscious competence. You are aware of how to do the thing you want to do, but it takes a little bit of work. It's a little bit hard. You know, you still might be referring to materials and things like that, but you can do it. You can do the thing that you set out to do. And then the next level is unconscious competence. So you know it so well that you don't even have to think about it when you do it. So there's only four levels. And You know, when you decide to learn something new or do something new, you would be surprised how quickly you actually ascend through those levels of competence once you decide. So if that helps you to break down the scary thing that you need to implement, you know, there's only four stages. I'm unaware that I don't know. Then I'm aware. Then I know how to do it, but I've got to work on it a little bit. And then I'm so good at it, I don't need to think only four stages. So, you know, you can get through and do it. 
you know, if you think about the things that you've already done in your business, you can probably break it down into those four stages when you first learn how to do something new. So you only need to know the next step on how to figure it out. You don't need to have everything figured out yet, but you will. You need to have confidence and know that you will figure it out no matter what you decide, but you actually have to decide it first. So my biggest piece of advice on this whole subject is you need to decide whether your business is failing or not because the only thing that's going to stop it from failing is you and that decision to actually put the work in pivot, change your offering, you know, decide to put more effort into socials, decide to get a coach, decide to get a mentor, decide to go into a bigger salon with more visibility. You know, there's so many different things you can do. But if you decide that it's going to fail, it will. So I hope that this has helped anyone that's been thinking their business might be going badly at the moment and worried that it might fail. It's on you. It is on you. Harsh but true, I know. But if you want your business to to succeed, the only way that it can succeed is if you decide it to be. That is all I've got time for today. As always, (laughs) make sure you snap a selfie. I love seeing how you're listening to the podcast. And, you know, if you're enjoying it, let me know your biggest takeaway. I love to see that. Please tag me so that I can share it on my stories as well. So this gets the podcast out to more and more people. It can help more and more people. But yeah, that's all I've got for you today and I will see you online soon.